Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Today is Callie's birthday. So let's all sing together, shall we? Just kidding. I don't sing in public. But big focus of today's show will be Callie's birthday. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, February 2nd. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today is a very, very special day. So, of course, I am grateful today for Puxatawney Phil and all of the other rodents who are checking for their shadows on Groundhog's Day. My name is Kelly Dollar, and I am grateful for another trip around the sun. I turned 37 years old today, and I feel oh, like- today's your birthday? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, that's awkward. Yeah. Not just about Puxatawney Phil today, mm. but he always gets the spotlight on TV and stuff, you know? I feel yeah. Like- I love the fact that every state has different ones, too. This is, today is Bob Van Dillen, the- weather guy at HLN, it's his least favorite day of all time because he thinks it's so ridiculous Yeah, to have a groundhog looking at a shadow and then telling everyone what the what weather's the weather going to be. It like makes him super ragey and I think it's hilarious. And usually since I don't get to see him this year, I'm going to uh, text him a picture of a groundhog because it's like his favorite thing. Not. Um, I am great. I feel like every year that I get older, I'm more and more grateful for life. And I feel like this year has been like a big health year for a lot of people. Well, this year, like the past 12 months has been a big year for health for people in our life. And it just kind of makes you realize what's important and reevaluates, you know, makes you reevaluate who you want to be. And so I've had a very like reflective year. So yeah, I have my annual birthday list of things I do every year. I've been doing this since my 30th birthday. Because I thought it would be neat for me to write down lessons I learn each year and then someday give it to my kids just as like a, hey, here's what I've learned about life um, and here's what I've experienced. And I thought they might want it someday. See, this isn't a list of 37 of them, right? No. This is just your observations from the past 12 months? Yeah, it's what I've learned in the past year. Got it. So the title of it is Lessons. Have you really been doing it for seven years now? Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Isn't that nuts? Because I did, my first one was what I learned in my 20s. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a blog post. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here are the lessons that I learned at 36. Okay, this has been the hard, a very hard one for me, but very present this year. You are not your parents. And when you have a child, your child's path might not be the same path that your parents chose for you. And that's okay. I have had it stuck in my head. And I think 
in Ellie's first like year of life, but I don't know why it was so much more present this year. Maybe because we were like picking out preschools and and stuff like that. Like she's a little more present because she's older. Um, but I just had it in my head. I'm like, okay, Ellie's gonna do this, and she's gonna go to the same place that I did, and she's gonna, you know, like wear my dresses that I wore and all of this stuff. And some of that has happened, but I think I've been really instead of saying, oh, this is what Ellie's gonna do the question should be what's best for Ellie. And I think you've helped me ask that more and more this year. And it sounds so weird, especially like if you live where you grew up or you, it's just really easy to fall into exactly what you know, instead of like really questioning, okay, what's actually best. Well, I I hope that doesn't come across as me saying that you didn't have a good, your parents didn't make good choices for you. No, I don't think so at all. I think I discovered that when I think you have told me it's okay that I feel like that. Like when we were looking up preschools for her, and this is just one small example, we went and toured where I went. Yeah. And I didn't feel as excited about it. I didn't feel like it was the right place for Ellie, even though I was really excited about going and touring and see, you know, yeah. I even saw someone I knew and um, it just wasn't the right place for her. And that was the first time that I was like, wow, okay. So her life might be different than mine. And I know that sounds really silly, but yeah, it was just a weird thing for me. It's been, it's been very odd. That might be, do you think that is a boy thing versus a girl thing? I feel I think like I've, they're early. I feel like a lot of women want or, yeah, I don't know. Here's where actually, I think it comes actually, from. Actually, no, never mind. It doesn't make sense. I had such a wonderful <clears throat> childhood and yeah. I've had such a wonderful life that I want that for Ellie. Like I want that as the baseline for Ellie. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think my parents would probably say the same thing for me. Like they had pretty good lives, albeit so different. And I think the goal or, or most parents want things even better than they had them. And I had things so amazing. My parents set the bar so high. Uh, So I think I was like confusing setting, having the bar set high by a great childhood with, well, to be great, it has to be exactly this way. Well, no, it doesn't. Right. No, it doesn't. You know, it's just, it's comforting because it's what I know. Um, So I've been more confident in making decisions that, you know, I think are best for Ellie as opposed to like, she should go to this school because I went there. Yeah. Because that's not. I don't even think my elementary school is still an elementary school. Oh, that's kind of sad. I think they've, I think they've reorganized the district so many times. Yeah. That I do. Maybe it is. I don't yeah. think it is, though. Uh, the second lesson, you are allowed to ask for what you want. Yeah, that's a good one. I, <laughs> I still want to learn that one. I am still learning it, but it's something that I've been too scared to do a lot until now. And this year, I think I've learned one, really, usually you don't have a lot to lose. Like in our heads, yeah. you think the worst and 98% of the stuff you think in your head is never going to happen. That's never going to be people's reactions. Um, you're too scared to ask for a raise. Well, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. What are they going to do? Fire you for asking for a raise? Right. No, ask for the raise. Um, or you'll never know. And I don't want to be someone who is spending my yeah, life and wondering. That, and by the way, that's coming from a, a woman who decided to ask for a raise and Right after she did, they shut down the entire TV network. <laughs> so if she, could, if she could, if she could, that is true. She, she, she changed 
She went in, <laughs> asked for an extra five grand a year, and altered the media landscape of the United States of America. I mean... Number three, write down what you want your priorities to be in your life and what's important to you. And then write down what gets your time each week and see if they match. And if not, recalibrate. You mean when they don't? Because I don't think anybody's. Well, they don't match perfectly, but I think some, because sometimes you don't have a choice, right? Like we have to pay rent, so we need a job. So sometimes I have to go to work no matter what. That's not a choice. But the choice is... For me, do I want to take my work home with me? Right. Or, but that's not my priority. My priority is this family and watching my daughter grow up and being present in her life. So the phone goes down when I walk yeah. in the door from having been away from her yeah. for eight to 10 hours a day. Yeah. Um, and that's something where I feel like we owe it to ourselves to be honest with that list and be like, okay, I need to recalibrate because this is not. <laughs> This is not a good, this is not where I want to be. Number four, the one thing that we all want is connection. And an upside listener taught me this this year. It actually happened about a month ago where I was really upset because someone asked me if I was pregnant. I'm assuming because of the way that I looked and I have a little bit of a mom pooch and, um, I was devastated. It really hurt my feelings. And someone, uh, messaged me and said, you know what? I know this doesn't, I'm not saying it makes it right to ever say that, that to someone, but something I've learned is that most people just want connection with other humans and they were probably not thinking, oh, I'm gonna, you know, whatever they were probably thinking, this is my chance to connect with someone else yeah. and went for it. And I think that has really altered my perspectives. And man, I could write a book on the things that Upside listeners have taught me. Um, um, it's really cool. We and should. We should, we really should. And then the last one is um, another one that I took from someone else and I can't remember who. So if it was you or you're the one that sent me the article, I'm sorry, but this is the second half of my year has been more focused on this. Uh, Take care of your body like it's the only house you will ever live in because that's true. And I think we treat it like, oh, whatever, but truly our body is our home. And if you don't take care of it along the way, then I think you get to a certain point. I don't think there's ever a point of no return, but if you don't take care of your house sooner or later, it's going to have to be a tear. It makes it a tear down right? because you can't fix the mold. You can't fix <laughs> that's the uncomfortable. But you know what I mean? Where you see okay. some of those houses where you're like, it, they, there's a point of no returns. So you have to take care of your home as though you want it to last forever because your body is your only home your yeah. whole life. You never want somebody to look at you and go, woof, that's a teardown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not my best analogy, but that's what I could come up with. Anyway, so those are my life lessons that I have learned in the past year. And um, I highly encourage you, if that's not something that you do, to sit down and think about it, especially if you have people in your life that um, love you and may want to, you know, hear your story someday. Um, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I say, um, yeah, after every segment, that's something that annoys me about me. Well, stop doing it. And then you can put it in your birthday letter next year. Don't say, um, yeah. Don't say, um, yeah. You do do that. I cut it out sometimes. Oh my gosh. It drives me crazy. I think I just don't know what else to say or how to wrap it up. And then I get awkward and feel like I have to say something, even though maybe I don't. You definitely don't. I'm not going to say it right now, but normally I would. I was, was thinking about the, trying to come up with some cool stuff to say from the past year about you. And there was only 
one there's one not only one thing <laughs> only, i could only come up with one thing you a, suck i only had one thought um but there was one thing that so stood out that's the neatest thing that it's the only thing that that feels worthy of talking about but the coolest thing in the in it's not connected really to your birthday at all um but it just happened so much in the past year, and it's going to continue to happen because it involves Ellie. But I have, and I, how, when did we meet? 10 years ago? We 12 years ago? We met in 2012. 20, we met at the, like the end. Whatever. So it's been a decade. We started, yeah, it's been and, a while. And, and the majority of that, 70% of that has been, there's been no Ellie in our life. Mm -hmm. So I thought that I knew you pretty well. And saw every expression and, and, you know, I thought I knew how you looked, but there is a look that you get on your face when Ellie brings you joy that it's rare. It only happens the first, I think the first time I saw it is when Ellie said, good night, mama. I love you unprovoked. And it's probably happened in the past year, maybe four or five times. And it's the coolest, greatest thing. And it's been an unexpected byproduct of parenting. And it's, it's really one of the greatest. And I don't even think you realize you do it, but it's not, it's not a, a it's just, the, it's I, the only thing I can describe it is just pure joy. Mm -hmm. And it's what are you? What are you saying? Are you unhappy with this? No, I think it's so sweet. Oh, okay. I think it's so sweet. So I just think that I'm just so as hectic and as crazy as the last year has been for us, just trying to navigate the just chaos, right? Just what everything we we're dealing with. I will. When all is said and done, a year from from now, two years, six months, five years, the memories that I have will be those times that I got to see that look on your face, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, I my hope is, as you go into your thirty seventh year, uh, you when you look back at thirty six, those are the moments that stand out for you as well. Because I don't, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't think. I don't think I could even tell you. I don't even think I could say it's happening right now. I just think they're snapshots, you know? Mm-hmm. I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What kind of exercises do lazy people do? They do diddly squats. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Checking your credit score, probably not one of the first things you do when you wake up in the morning. At Chime... 
That's exactly what they do for you. With their secure Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. Chime will report your payments to credit bureaus to help you build credit over time. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average. All of this with no annual fees, no large security deposits, no credit checks to apply. Start your credit journey with Chime today. Listen, we live in a world where your credit score means a lot, and 30 points is a big deal. Sign up only takes two minutes, and it could change your life. Like I said, it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank and a pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account, $200 qualifying direct deposit required to qualify for the secure Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact of score may vary and some user score may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or at AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATMs. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I am almost finished reading my latest book, which is Huddle by Brooke Baldwin, and it is freaking fantastic. And I'm listening to it as an audiobook because that's what I do now. And I came in the other day and I was telling Jeff, like, not only has this changed my life because it's about women huddling and it talks about why a huddle of women, a group of women supporting each other is so vital to everyone's existence and how it's kind of been lost over time a little bit, but how it's coming back. And it made me one question everything in my life, but two made me question how I want to raise Ellie to make sure that she knows how to huddle with other women. And I just, I cannot get over this book. I have been texting everyone that I know to tell them to read this book. The, the, when you were telling me about it, you, you were saying that, I, I, I can't remember how you brought it up, but you were saying that there's such a culture of competitiveness or something. Is that the, the way right that word? Brooke put it is there was a point where, in order to, it was like, I don't want to call it a trend, but it kind of was where it was like, okay, if you want to be a successful, powerful woman, the way to do that is to elbow other women out. And that was a phase. I think she talks about in like the eighties and nineties, um, specifically for white women, like edging each other out. And it's so interesting. It's so cool. And the argument she's making is it's exactly the opposite of that. Yeah, it's exactly the opposite of that. And it talks a lot about how we can rise and also pull others up and gives really cool examples of people that are doing that. And it's amazing. Amazing. Brooke Baldwin, the book is Huddle, 10 out of 10 recommend. All right, here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is lasagna 
is not only a great comfort food, but it actually helps you live longer and feel less stressed. I love lasagna. Yeah, the reason people like to eat lasagna and other heavy comfort foods when they when when they are feeling stressed or anxious is because oftentimes because of the chemical chemicals in the food and the makeup of the food and what it does to the body. For example, ricotta cheese, um, the liquid in ricotta cheese helps reduce stress. People who have three ounce, three grams of ricotta cheese every single day feel less stress than, or experience less stress than people who don't have. There's a restaurant near our house that has honey whipped ricotta cheese. It is the greatest thing ever. And I think I'm going to use this information uh, to go eat that all the time with a spoon and just skip the bread. Like we don't need to like act all fancy. The bread gets in the way. Give me a spoon and look the other way. It's basically (laughs) a health food now. And then also um, tomato sauce, study after study after study after study says that um, people who eat lots of cooked tomato products cut the risk of cancer and heart attack by about 50%. I feel like we eat a lot of tomato products in our house. We do. Mostly because we eat a lot of pizza and pasta. A lot of sauces. Lots of sauces. Your second random thing, I am doing Jeff Dollar because I feel like you are an honorary millennial. Okay. Because you're married to a millennial. So you're like a millennial by proxy. Sure. And I also know that it- What am I legally? Am I Gen X? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're Gen X. And then, then millennials below me. And then Gen Z. Got it. A study has shown that over 90% of millennials say that inflation has impacted their plans on buying a home. 100%. So I'm telling you this because I think that you feel an overwhelming sense of guilt that we don't own a home. Yes. But I think across the board, it is super common. I think that millennials who didn't buy a home early- like in their, you know, twenties or whatever have just can't afford it anymore. And yeah. it's just, so I know you feel guilty about that, but you shouldn't cause you're a millennial. So this pertains to you. There's a lot of us, 90% of us are saying, uh, yeah, can't do it right now. Yeah. Can't make it work. Uh, and your third random thing is, uh, parents were surveyed to find out if they thought parents who have, um, children of each gender, uh, were surveyed to find out who they thought was easier, the boy, raising the boy or raising the girl. 43% of the parents said it's easier to raise a girl. 37% said boy. And everybody who was left said, uh, there's not really a difference. They both have their own unique challenges. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow. I have no idea where Ellie got this in her head. I promise you it wasn't from me, Callie, but I have no I have no complaints about it. Uh, but Ellie decided that we are making you a cake for your birthday. She and, did. And she was very specific that it's a cake with sprinkles on top of it. She told me the same thing. She said, um, daddy's gonna make you a birthday cake with sprinkles. And I was like, okay. Which I was not. As we discussed earlier this week, we were talking, I think we were just gonna do the mall cookie cake thing. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's, we do know that she came home from school last week with like blue, blue frosting on her face with blue with her lip stained blue and we, we're, we said either somebody had a blue themed cupcake at school or you ate a marker and and we found out that it was somebody's birthday so maybe she's just associating 
That then there were sprinkles in the cupcake. Maybe I don't know. She's a smart cookie. She knows it's my birthday. People on their birthday have cake with sprinkles. That's it. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Amy from Pennsylvania. Okay, first of all, I've been listening since month two um, and had to, you know, download everything else to catch up. But you guys have been on my phone since, you know, I started listening as Jeff and Callie Dollar. Um, I just realized that I never added Ellie, so I have to update that as soon as I get off the phone. But I don't know how you guys get a podcast done because I am so far behind and I just read, I just listened to the um, Ellie reading her Mother Goose rhymes backwards. I wouldn't be able to do a podcast. I would just be in there taping her all day long because, oh my gosh, is she the cutest. All right. Well, thank you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, Jeff. I really like your takeaway segment, but I'm thinking maybe we could just save the little banjo ditty for the end, like as a wrap up of all of them. I think it might be just a little bit too much in between all of them. Just my two cents. Thanks. Hey, guys. Dawn again. I can't believe I'm calling again within the last week. Anyway, I, for the heck of it, decided to set my timer and walk around the inside of my house for 10 minutes this morning. And I only got in 925 steps. So if I were to do 10,000 steps a day, which I can't because I sit on my butt at work all day, which sucks, I would have to walk for about an hour and 45 minutes. So think about that, Kelly. Have a great day. Love you all. Bye. The Last of Us is absolutely phenomenal. Um, it is an end of the world show where a fungus kind of turns people into zombies. Um, I wouldn't really say it's scary, though, because um, it's really not a lot of jump scares. It's um, it's intense. But I think Callie can handle it over Stranger Things. I know it kind of comes off as a kid show. It is not a kid show. It is scary. I think if you guys put on the first episode of Stranger Things, tried it, you'll be hooked after the first episode. Game of Thrones is kind of a long way, but Game of Thrones is a huge commitment. Stranger Things is great. It really is. Um, but The Last of Us is absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Um, the video game world, it came from a video game, um, is absolutely loving it. It's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Give it a try. Bye. Kelly, I have been to that cemetery that I think you're talking about, and I was flabbergasted at the size of people's plots and the stairs, and I've seen the parking spot, and I was like, is it really that hard to just, like, you get, you gain four extra feet from parking on the street to having a parking spot? Like, it is ridiculous, um, and it makes me wonder, like, what did you do in life that you earned this much money that you feel like you need this much in debt? It, it's not. Um, but I'm with you. I like walking around um, just for the quiet of it all. But it is it is something to behold. Bye. This is your morning reminder that you're too high maintenance to go to prison. And also, you don't look good in orange. Some people get out early for good behavior, but let's be honest. That's not going to be you. So be nice to people today.